friend, welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry, I completely know where you're coming from and I've been there before, but now you wanna get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica and I'm The Gritty Coach. Just a little about me, I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. Hey, gritty friends. Welcome to episode 21. Have you guys ever felt like you've been living in like Groundhog Day and you keep saying the same thing over and over again? Sort of just a lot of deja vu. Well, that's sort of what this week feels like. I feel like I've had this discussion before about being overwhelmed and how work-life balance is not as balanced and we're rebalancing in order to make thing make adjustments where we need to. And I, I feel like I'm still talking about the house. Oh yeah, that's right. I still am because it's still ongoing. So hopefully you'll stick it out with me today as we talk about a little bit more about overwhelmed and how to find some balance and really how to get um, this either just not just work-life balance, but really also how to balance your business in using the 4P method and making sure that you're using all the different levels that you need to be using because that's the only true way to stay on task and really make sure that you're starting to do things. If you skip a step, it skips a whole process and then it's it has a higher likelihood that you're not you're just going to have a harder time succeeding. I never want to say that you can't succeed. That's just not fair because there are plenty of people that probably could, but it is more challenging to try and succeed when you don't implement this method, especially if you start to get overwhelmed and balance is not there and you're not tweaking processes and things like that. So, and, and then if you're not, you're not seeing the fruits of your labor that can cause overwhelming and, uh, frustration, not as much overwhelming, but more frustration. So today that's what we're going to be talking about. So thanks for joining me and let's do this. So you guys have all heard me talk about the fact that we are trying to move out of California and moving off to Texas. And we are selling our house here and buying a house there. And all things are crazy in between. So when I, we've talked about work-life balance before and trying to find an, you know, about as even balance as we can. And so today I really want to talk about being like the scales have flipped I'm no longer like able to focus as much on business and I'm switching that scale over to home because it requires more of our time. And I really wanted to talk about that today because there is this point where it becomes, there's this point where it becomes extremely overwhelming, right? We're back to being overwhelmed again and how home life can do that really fast. And you really just, it can be a challenge to try and get it back and you have to sit back and take a breath and take a moment and figure out, okay, what serves us best? And that's what I really want to talk about today. So this is totally off script. I'm not like, none of this is planned. So you're getting everything raw and unfiltered and you're getting basically our whole life dumped out here so that you guys can see how 
not only does it work, you know, for people that are trying to do podcasts and business entrepreneurs, but hopefully, you know, it relates to for some of you that, you know, that it's not the end of the world when you feel that way and that there are ways to mitigate it and there are ways to get past it and that it just takes a little bit of control, I guess is the right word, to hold back and just say, okay, what is best at this point right now? What is best for family and what is best for business? And what is best for family is that I focus on it. And what is also best is that I get along with my husband. (laughs) And so um, there has to be some sort of compromise. So when I talk about like right now, let's just, let's just talk about right now. So we just graduated our oldest, super exciting. He, he graduated high school last week and just phenomenal. And we took a break from Friday through Sunday. I didn't really do any work whatsoever. I barely even posted any pictures of the graduation. I think on social media, I really just waited until we had like until the family had left and just wanted to relish in the moment. And I figured out that we actually took no pictures of our family, like just um, Brooke and I and our and Hayden's brothers like I didn't take any pictures of the five of us so unfortunately our son is going to have to dress back up in his cap and gown and take more photos he just doesn't know it yet so <laughs> but we took so many pictures of our of the family with him and it was just a beautiful moment and I can't even begin to you know when I did go back to social media I just thanked everybody for having patience like hey you haven't seen me post in three days and this is why and you know that I'm taking a break and I'm putting my family first. And there are times in your life you just have to do that. Now mine's getting extended today. Um, We went back and we are in escrow in both houses. And the one that we're trying to move to had some challenges that came along with it that we just found out about. And so we're flying out, I think, immediately to go and see if we can't salvage. It's very crazy times for us, and we weren't expecting to have to leave this quickly to fly out to Texas, but inevitably that is what we are doing. And so um, it is going to be a whirlwind tour, and we're just going to see how it goes. So sometimes, you know, now I have to make another adjustment in business and basically say, hey, I can't do these things. So here's that balance. It's not, and it's definitely not balanced by any means, but what it is is compromise. And I'm taking what would normally be overwhelmed where I feel like I have to pull the weight of both, right? Both work, both home. And I'm reshuffling the deck and saying, okay, I'm going to give this deck of home a little bit more of my time than the deck of business. Is there an offset for that? Yes, there is an offset for that. Me not working my business offsets in the fact that my business is going to slow down for the next 60 days. It will continue to slow down. But I am willing to do that in the hopes that our family life and the move and everything else is going to be much better and bring along, you know, a a much better, um, I don't want to say better home life because our home life is really good here in California. But, you know, we are, we get settled and everything goes back to where I can start to focus on business again. But you've always heard that whatever you do, and you have to stay consistent for 60 to 90 days in your business. And that will show you in 60 to 90 days exactly how that's when you see, start to see the fruits of your labor. You know, these things that I'm doing now, which is called pull back the reins. Um, those are the things that are going to wind up showing me in 60 to 90 days as well that I had to pull back the reins. And it's going to make it's going to make a dent in the business. That's OK. I'm willing to do it. I have to understand 
that in order to have the balance, I have to compromise somewhere. Otherwise, I'm going to sit around with my head spinning on a plate and along with the other 52 plates that we're trying to manage and eventually my head's going to fall off along with the rest of the plates. So (laughs) this is the compromise we are making besides the fact that I really like to get along with my husband longer. We made it past 21 years, so we really like to make it to 22, (laughs) which means we have to come up with this together, right? So I, I definitely... And it it doesn't feel like the wrong move. It totally feels like the right move because I know that in the end, everything is going to be that much sweeter. That fruit is going to be that much sweeter. The spot that I have in my office is going to be that much sweeter. The ability to spread out a little bit in our home is going to be that much sweeter. So of course we need to get there and figure out that the challenges that we think that we're having are going to actually still work in our favor. Otherwise we're going to be looking at houses while we're there. So it could be a really interesting time. I guess we'll have something else to talk about next week. When you really start to feel overwhelmed, here's here's what I really want you to understand. When you start to feel really overwhelmed, take a step back and figure out where are your priorities set? Where should they be? You can't do both of them at the same time, at the same intensity level, and expect to be successful at both. You just can't. You can't. It won't work. It's too much on your plate because there's too much demand from one or the other. And while we say balance, it's really kind of this, you know, as close as we can get to the center kind of balance. But sometimes there's going to be that time where right now my scale on home is 75% and my scale at work is like 25%. And that's okay. I have to be okay with that or else I'm going to probably, you know, wind up in a a very special place, (laughs) you know, for my mental health, I would say, because it has been challenged over buying, selling and graduating a child and, and finishing off school and, you know, um, trying to do all the, and run the business, trying to do all those things at the same time. I'm just not, I'm just a master of none master of none. So to stop feeling overwhelmed, I'm pulling back in one area and pushing forward on the other that really needs my attention in hopes that in the long run, that will all balance out. And so sometimes we just feel it. If you're feeling overwhelmed and everything going on, hopefully you start to get a little reprieve if your kids are in school and now they're going to be in summer. Hopefully that provides you a little less stress. I know it was for us because it was just less homework. That alone was less stress, you know, from compared to uh, during the school year. So hopefully, you know, your summer is a little less stressful, but if not, and you're still in the thick of it and you're still got finals coming up or whatnot, you know, take a step back and figure out where those priorities are. And sometimes that's the polish. Okay, we talk about what our what our goals are, we talk about prioritizing them, and sometimes we need to shift the priorities. And you just got to reshuffle the deck and say, okay, this one's actually the most important one now, I figured that out. And it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a work-life balance thing, it could be all in your, your goal setting. Ultimately, the point is really to hone in on where exactly you feel like the priority is, and then make that shift and determine you know, hey, this is where I need to pull and and push a little bit more and and really figure that out. And so when you start to feel that way, what are we going to do? We're going to take that step back. We're going to look at things and then we're going to push forward. That's the polish. So when we had, um, here's another great story, Friday night after graduation, you know, we had 
I'm part of the PTA and the PTA had the grad night, which is an all-nighter that we do for the, the high school students that just graduated, the seniors. And so we went and there was like constant adjustment. So some parts of even just in life, you just have to be flexible, right? And if you're not flexible, it's going to cause you more stress. But if you tend to be able to bend, then you're more flexible and things just kind of roll and you just kind of go with it. And is it the best way forward? No, not necessarily, but you're just having to flex in the moment because that's how you get through. You're having to adjust. In the Marine Corps, we just called it Semper Gumby, right? So Gumby was always flexible. And so Semper Gumby was always flexible. (laughs) And that was just the way you did things because things were going to change. That's what you can count on in life is things are going to change. And so at grad night, you know, one of the teachers was sick and um, didn't get a replacement to ride the bus. And so I get this email like 20 minutes before I'm walking out the door to go drive all the way to the venue. And it's like, hey, we can't get the second bus to go because we don't have a chaperone. What I do, flex. And I had to go drive to the school and park the car and then wind up getting all my stuff out and hopes that I didn't forget about anything and drive directly and drive on the bus with not even my own kid. (laughs) He was on the other bus. He wouldn't even ride the same bus with me. And I had to flex. It was going to cause more stress and more panic. And those kids weren't going to be able to go if we didn't get that. So you flex, right? And then when we got there, um, what we thought was going to work out for making announcements and using an intercom system didn't work out. So what we do, we flexed. We said, okay, what we'll do is we'll pull all the kids in at two o'clock in the morning. We'll start doing giveaway gifts at two. Did it all work? No, it started at 2.30. And did we finish where we needed to be? Nope. We sure didn't, but we made the best of it. We got all the kids back on the bus at 3 a.m., headed back to the high school for the, um, the teachers do like a skit and a, and a little, you know, lessons to take with you, um, onto college and a goodbye. And and it's really sweet and sappy. And, um, when we got there, we had to start back up with the gifts again. And did it all go as planned? No, because we got there and breakfast was supposed to be there and it wasn't. So then we had to send somebody out to go get it. So there's always, there is this constant flex. Now, during polishing phase, I love to do, um, what we, what we did in the military, which is what we called a hot wash. And that is immediately after an event, you write down everything that worked well and everything that didn't the good, bad, and the ugly. And what you're going to do is evaluate the changes you need to make. And it's best to do it when it's fresh in your mind, because ultimately when it comes to next year, nobody's going to remember what happened, except that I had to ride a bus. That's about all that's going to be remembered. And there might have been some problem with the gifts and the breakfast didn't show. But everything else that was in the works and where the failures, um, where those points were that the failures in communication didn't get, you know, didn't come across. Those are the points that need to be made. Those are the ones that have to be remembered. And those are the ones that need to be corrected next time. And so what we do is we go back and we say, okay, let's write it all down and say, okay, this did not work. We didn't get a teacher to replace one. If one gets sick, you need to have a backup. Um, What happens is we need to make sure that the intercom system is working. If it's not, we need to have a better backup plan or reshuffle how we're going to do things. Two, you know, you just kind of keep going through it, right? That way you have those notes come the next time you do an event. And it, it applies to any, any event. I don't care what event it is. Every event needs to have what I call a hot wash or what the military calls a hot wash. 
I'll just say it because right now it's me. So I call it a hot wash. That is just the aftermath and making sure that you write down the good, bad, and the ugly. And that way you have your notes for next year. And guess what? Your event is going to be that much better the next time. So as you start to, you know, I started to feel overwhelmed in that evening. And I was like, okay, I just have to write this down. And I literally made notes all night long of things that did or didn't work. So they were fresh in my mind. I knew exactly where the problem was and where we needed to make tweaks. And so that way next year, we can definitely have a better overall grad night. And it will, and it will be that much better because you are taking note when you wait till the next year and everybody can't figure it out, then you sort of start to make some of the same mistakes. You might fix a few, but you're definitely going to lose sight of all of them. So remember that when you're ending an event, that it's great to do a hot wash and just get together with all the parties, everybody that was involved that, that was in the planning process and say, okay, what part of your, you know, your planning did not go well and what part did go well and where was the breakdown? If, and if we can pinpoint that, then we make sure we target that next year so that that way it doesn't happen. So we even had that going on Saturday or Friday night into Saturday. And then Saturday we had family over. So I think I went officially 40 hours with only two hours of sleep, which is probably why I still, still sound raspy today because <laughs> I slept almost all day yesterday on Sunday and then I'm still trying to get myself back into um, having some mojo here today um, after, you know, sleeping all day yesterday. That was also not good. <laughs> there was a series of whole unfortunate events that have taken place. You know, it's just how it goes, right? And all of our family left yesterday. So now we're just kind of all like, all the family's gone. And we really loved having them here. So you know, it's kind of a bum, you know, it's kind of that family letdown where you're, everybody starts to go home and then you're left with this kind of just, oh gosh, it's just the five of us still. (laughs) Now we always have fun, but you know, it was, it was different and enjoyable when everybody was in our house and making it loud and having fun in it and kids running around and, um, you know, family entertaining our children and talking to them and, sharing life experiences with them and things that we should be doing. So these are all wonderful things that we're going to get to experience as we start to move. And then we can make more visits to um, my in-laws as well, so that we're not having to divide our time between two different houses each year. So that's one of those perks of, of going ahead and moving. And I'm really excited about that part of it is not having to try to balance two houses at the, you know, two different houses each year of where we're going to visit. It's just pop up and go you know, off to Colorado, we can go visit. So that'll be, that will be exciting. So as I start to bring this to a close, really the point is, is that there are times in our lives when we're all feeling overwhelmed and it could be home, it could be business, it could be both. And you just sort of need to take a step back and you need to, you know, if you can recognize it in the moment, you know, what am I going to do? What, what is the first step? probably taking back and going, okay, where do I need to shift my focus? My focus needs to shift over here first to reprioritize. And if you feel overwhelmed and it's at an event, you make sure that you're taking down, you know, and you feel like it's going like downhill in a spiraling circle. Like I thought, I thought there was a tornado happening and everything was just kind of spinning around all evening. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to make note of everything that didn't work 
and everything that worked out really, really well and make sure that that's the plan for next year that goes into the notes for next year. So then that way the event goes better and we just make things better. And you can do that with anything. That is all part of polishing. The whole point of polishing is to make it shinier, make it better, make it look newer, make it look more professional. And that all comes from tweaking. And if you don't do it, then you can't tweak it. And if you don't review it, you still can't tweak it. And you can't make a better product. So you have to take that time to be able to do that. And it's definitely all part of that process. If you skip any part of that process, you're losing part of it. If you don't create the goal and you just try to create a plan, you're not going to wind up ending where you want to be. If you have the goal and you don't prioritize it and create these micro goals, it's going to look overwhelming. If you don't take the plan and make it, make that plan, you will not get into action and it won't be in a succinct manner that will make sense, that will flow and that will keep you wanting to go because you will have these successes. And then again, if you don't look back to see if it's working and document where it's not working, make note of it, whatever you need to do where it's not working. If you don't do that, the process will break down. You will still feel overwhelmed over all of it. And what happens when we feel overwhelmed for too long, we shut down and we quit. And the goal is not to quit. You don't need to quit. You don't have to quit and you shouldn't quit. If it's what you really want and you're that passionate about it, you won't quit. You just need to figure out the way to go next. And hopefully with a little bit of this, um, in this episode, this made you feel a little bit better in that there is a way to move forward and you don't have to feel like I just need to swirl around like a tornado. And then one day it's going to spit me out and then I just, okay, I'll just start from here. (laughs) That's not the way to do it. It is not. So make sure that you're implementing all the different stages and make sure that you're reviewing it. And when you're at that work-life balance, figure out where the balance needs to be. Like we covered a whole lot in this, but I knew this was going to come in kind of like a shit show. So I'm flying in you know, without any notes, without any outline, without anything, and just sort of giving you everything that's kind of been going on in our world and telling you how I survived the weekend, (laughs) literally the weekend, and what our next step is. Our next step is we basically took what we were supposed to do next week and bumped it up to tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. We're getting ready. That's what we're doing. We said, this isn't working We need to move it up. We can't wait. If we wait any longer, we're going to lose and we're going to lose big. And so we just need to spend the extra $200, get on a plane sooner. And oh, by the way, called my parents and was like, hey, we're heading your way tomorrow. (laughs) And she was like, my dad's wife was like, what? Wait, tomorrow? Like tomorrow? Like manana? Tomorrow? And I was like, 4 a.m. We're on one and we're heading your way. So, um just making the change and we're all flexing to it. (laughs) So be prepared for change. Be prepared to make the shift. Don't sit and feel overwhelmed. You don't have to. There's no reason to. Make sure that you have the plan. Make sure that you polish it. Okay. And hopefully you guys, hopefully you all have an amazing week. 
the um, rest of this week and into the weekend. And as your summer starts, hopefully it turns out to be amazing. I can't wait to see what episode we do next week. Uh, Lord knows it will only be something crazy from talking about this week and all the things that have happened. And hopefully you're up for the excitement of uh, real estate horror stories um, or challenges (laughs) and you know, just how we maneuver in life skills. So until next time, keep staying gritty. Hey friend, before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes and click on the purple write a review this episode inspired you today to make a change, share it on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at The Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail. You just learned a way how not to do something. So try again. I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grit.